0: Welcome to episode number two hundred and fifty-two of the Tale Talk Podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And happy new year. Happy 2024. It's year of the dragon, buddy. That's that, that is, so true. Happy. Is, is, is true. It is very true.
1: You are activated. <laughs> this is this is your year. I feel it like, I I truly feel like that's the gist of it. And uh um, yeah. I didn't realize it was Year of the Dragon until I I was on online the other day and I love dragons as most people do, but especially me. Um but <laughs> yeah yeah I was just like I've been putting all this stuff into like action my wellness and all that stuff before this new year. And so I felt like embracing that and using that year of the dragon spirit and energy will be good this year. So feeling feeling good. Feeling good about everything, feeling good about
0: the show. And what's to come? That's it. So speaking of, other than getting well, what are you geeking out on? So you know how I'm always doing these deep dives. Um, I do
1: know this. <laughs> and so my uh, my latest deep dive is Godzilla. And I'm sure we talked about that a little bit in the last mm-hmm. show, but well, it's gotten deeper. Um, yes. And so my nephew had also gotten to Godzilla lately, and I, I wanted to put together this like comprehensive um document that i shared with y'all and um it just kind of goes through the different eras of godzilla links you up to like the movies that are on the internet archives and elsewhere and stuff like that and just kind of explains it but i just kind of just dove right in because i had watched a lot of the um the 90s to i guess mid 2000s I hadn't really watched those in so long. Maybe a couple I hadn't even watched at all. So I really got into a big marathon of those. Just been geeking out of that. Now my wife and I have been watching the Rebirth of Mothra movies, which are actually really awesome. <laughs> um, I like yeah, I just didn't realize, I never watched them and I never realized how fantastical they are um, and much more, I guess they always say godzilla movies are aimed towards a younger audience which you know the newer ones whatever but the older ones are definitely but these mothra movies are a lot of fun and magical and just (laughs) they're goofy and we're having a good time watching them other than that i i picked up final fantasy 7 crisis core for my switch uh over the holidays and i've been playing that again i actually had beaten that back when it was out for PSP and wasn't I, one of my favorite games. So I'm really happy to be playing that remaster. Um, and then I got the the Double Dragon collection for Switch, oh, which yeah. I guess is only out for in Japan right now anyway. So I had gotten it off Play Asia because I was like, where is this? Why isn't this? <laughs> Does it work? In United States? Yeah, yeah. So Switch is right. open region, period. So that's I why I was able that. to get my Yeah, so that's why I was able to get my Final Fantasy collection for it. I got this okay. for it. So now I'm always like, hey, PlayAsia, what do you got for me? Because they had it on sale for under 30 bucks, And so I got that with some Christmas monies.
0: So it was good times. Good times. That's, pretty, that's awesome. Yeah, i um trying to catch up to you and um, see a stars being finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. meaning it's a, <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great game so far. So been playing that. Um there's haters out there. And I'm just like and it won indie game of the year if it matters to you, you know, at the video game awards, which I think it does. I think that's a pretty prestigious award, so and it's worthy of it. There's haters out there for everything. Yeah, of course. They're just losers. <laughs> I get it.
1: Like if you have nitpicks, that's one thing, but hating yeah. on it is a completely different animal.
0: Yeah. That's that's true. Um I saw Aquaman 2. Hmm. You know, it's a silly ride. It's 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 a beautiful ride though. I mean, it looks good and there's some really cool stuff in it. There's some really stupid stuff in it. Overall, um it's I would say it's just a little bit below the first one for me, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, we were
1: we had meant to go see it, but we had to cancel our tickets for that day. So we're still trying to see it in theaters because that was the thing about the first one. It doesn't look that good on TV because those graphics are meant to be on a yeah. big screen. Yeah, and I've noticed that like weird downscaling of it. Um, and I just because I was like, oh, this movie looks great, and then everybody's like, no, it looks like crap. I'm like, where did you see it?
0: Oh, on my TV. Okay. It also looks different if you're streaming it versus mm-hmm. if you have the physical disc of it because the 4K <laughs> doesn't lose it as much. Um, you know, so. I- I do know, as we'll be talking about that in a second. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So (laughs) it's it's a hot topic. The other thing you're you're getting ready to go on a Geek World tour. Tell us about. Don't forget a collectible hitting the road. Oh, it is.
1: Uh, It's a long time coming, and so sure. (laughs) I've been selling collectibles, comics online for a while. Uh, It's you know, it's not like I haven't been, and so. I've been building my, yeah, I mean, I've been building my eBay business, especially the last few years and I I i put it in action last year. I, I, I got my permit for selling. I picked up like my my portable register thing, whatever they call them um, and more. And so I have like signs and all this stuff and I'm ready to I was ready to go. and then I just never you know I never did it and I'm ready now. I actually signed up for some conventions um and i'll be starting early february and i'm really looking forward to that because i feel like as much as i can sell online i love i love the reach of that i also want to do shows and and just kind of hang out at shows and 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 sell things that maybe i couldn't sell online you know things that will yeah. just go quicker uh and just kind of concentrating on that stuff too because i have
0: as only you can see
1: a lot of shite behind me
0: what's the first show like the name so, I you can up, put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Um the it's Ohana Comic-Con and it's a yeah. traveling Comic-Con here in California. They travel a pretty big radius. They do a bunch of shows during the year and so the first one I'm going to is in Fairfield, California. Um and I, I February 4th I think it is and then in March, I think it's March 2nd. I'll be at um Elks Grove, which is up by Sacramento and don't quote me on the dates but I'll I'll put those dates in the in the show notes but two shows okay. and I'm going to get my feet wet and then hopefully continue down and do some other shows as well
0: so looking forward to it that's what's up so 2023 just ended and we're going into 2024 but we had some we had some big things that came out last year it was a huge year so why don't we just go through, according to Don't a towels uh, <laughs> Facebook page, how about you go through, name your movie, I'll go through my movie, and we'll go back and forth, et cetera.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't have a hard time with this one because I didn't see a lot of movies that actually came out this year that, A, were good, or I didn't see it the properly way it should have been um, watched. So, okay. um, I, I loved Oppenheimer and we'll, you know, I'm sure that's, we'll discuss that in a second for you, but I really wish I would have saw that in IMAX cause that would have made the difference for me. But honestly, Godzilla minus one sets me into this Godzilla flurry.
0: <laughs> <Frenzy>. um,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, in frenzy, kaiju, fury, fury, um, <laughs> I love that movie i as you and i have both said it moved us uh it just it it separates itself from all the other godzilla movies because it actually has a really good script uh it concentrates on human the human element post-traumatic war syndrome like a lot of things that are just like really like i said moving and well scripted in this movie uh godzilla looks awesome yeah, the the way they use him is awesome, and just kind of being uh, these these more modern movies have kind of just rebooted themselves. Like Shin Godzilla is its own thing, the yeah. Netflix trilogy its own thing, and now this one is its own thing. And I would love for it to even stay its own thing, because if you go and make a sequel and you and you kind of downgrade what you're doing, it could be a bad thing too. But Godzilla minus one really hit it home for me this year. And I want to see it again on the big screen before it's gone.
0: Um, great movie. Probably my number two movie right behind <laughs> Oppenheimer, Spoiler. which just, just blew me away. And yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I think it's just, it's crazy. I don't care about that kind of stuff. It's not my normal... You know what I mean? The only reason I saw that movie is because I know Christopher Nolan is a good director. I know it was entirely shot in IMAX. I know Cillian Murphy and Florence Pugh and all those people are good actors. Emily Blunt, you know, so like everybody or everybody. Um, yeah. So just it was a film and you don't see those a lot like Godzilla they, you know, they'd argue of calling it a film because of it being a genre movie, but I would call it a film as well. You know, there's there's some artisticness to it, but yeah, for me, Oppenheimer is just like everything is an A. Yeah,
1: I mean, even watching at home, that's a close second for me. Like you said, it's an ensemble like that yeah. cast.
0: Yeah, I can't even say just one. There's there's right. more I'm missing too. Yeah, yeah,
1: so many. Next up, triple A video game. Uh, for me, there was a lot I didn't play this year, but yeah. for what I did play, um, I mean, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. I've been waiting for Final Fantasy 16 for a long time, and the switch up to action RPG not only really did it for me, because I love turn-based. I do. I love that classic turn-based, yeah. but so- sometimes it gets a little like overplayed, and sometimes it takes you out of it. Um, I've been a big fan of the Witcher games lately. I've been a big fan of Breath of the Wild. Um, and like the, the new Assassin's Creed games of all of these big open world games have just kind of changed the way I kind of game and just being yeah. kind of lost in this world. And being lost in a Final Fantasy world like this was great. And I love the story. The graphics are great. The kaiju like battles with the um, like Ifrit and Shiva and all that summons. Are- summons thank you are awesome or espers or whatever they call them now um, yeah yeah awesome game and definitely my my highlight of the year
0: uh, and it's tears of the kingdom I didn't play Final Fantasy but I didn't really like Breath of the Wild they felt really aimless and like I wasn't ever really contributing to the world and tears of the kingdom unites the world everybody you see knows other people who have met Zelda or met you or heard of you like it's just that you feel like you're in a world (laughs) you know and I didn't play Baldur's Gate 3 I'm sure it would be my number one I'm from what I've read and being such a big D&D nut especially even more so now like I just I I think I would probably be fully in on that game but from what I played Choose the Kingdom yeah, you know, I felt like that about Breath of the Wild the
1: first time I played it. Um playing it now as I'm playing um I'm trying to beat it for the first time yeah. but replaying the beginning, I feel a lot more like it it's a much better game. I don't know if it was like I just at that point I wasn't into open world RPGs. We as hadn't much. played a Zelda like that before either. Well, that's the other thing. I'm such a you know. like I'm such a stingy curious. guy. Like, Yeah, I yeah. just kind of get upset about when they changed the formula, and that was kind of the also the thing. I was just like, oh, what the heck? And then I was getting lost and falling off cliffs, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. So going back and playing it, I feel it's a much better game, and I can't wait to play Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, so the next category was indie video game. We share this one. Sea yeah. of Stars.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. um i there's just times where i got like chills playing it um people complain about the fighting system that i've read and i i love the fighting system i thought it was simplified yet it was it changed itself enough to make it interesting or it wasn't always the same thing uh the characters the story the graphics going back to that classic like super nintendo-esque look the whole thing did it to me um, and or did it for me and and did it to me at the same time. Um, but it just <laughs> it was magical. And I, I, I'm really excited for you to finish it.
0: Me, too. <laughs> me, too. Uh, TV shows.
1: Yeah, man, I I have not watched a lot of TV this year, but did I watched Last of Us. I, I didn't even watch the last episode. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I liked it. I liked it, man. And I thought it was great. But I've seen it. I've played the game. And they did some mm. great stuff. That one episode is magical. It's a, not magical, but it's it's one of the best things I've seen on TV in a long time. So, yeah, Last of Us is definitely yeah. up there. Um, but I've been waiting to get an Apple Plus subscription for a long time. I've been wanting to build stuff up. I've been wanting like just get into that whole thing. Cause there's like for all mankind and things on there that I really want to watch. But yeah, I love Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Not only like, I'm not the biggest fan of where they're going with the monster verse as of late. I think it's getting aimed family friendly in a way I, you know, versus Kong Skull Island versus the first Godzilla movie. I think like even king of the monsters like that did that was awesome and it did bad in theaters and so they're about to cancel the whole thing and then godzilla versus kong came out and did well even with sharing it with streaming which is extremely surprising so that revived it in a way this show is great it's it reminds me of a 90s 90s to early 2000s like i'll say early 2000s tv show it reminds me of, like, Fringe. It reminds me of shows like that where it's just, like, this mystery. It's got yeah. a really cool soundtrack. It's got, you know, Kurt and R- Wyatt Russell playing the same <laughs> character, which is awesome. It's a really cool time yeah. jump. And the way they do it is treat it, treat it, um, treats it very well. And, you know, it's a little goofy at times, but I don't care because I, I'm totally accepting of things like that. And it's a monster movie thing or a monster right. show, so I don't care. I really like it. I, uh, my wife and I, look forward to Friday every week, and it's like it's very rare where there's a show like that um, where I've been like on the dot, where I'm like gotta watch it, gotta watch. I'm really excited to see what happens. So we're almost at the, we're I think we're like two episodes left, um, you know. So I think it's great, and people have really liked it. Uh, it's really added to the whole universe. It takes place before King of the Monsters, uh, so it kind of fills in some. Some um, stuff that, you know, got lost along the way. So, yeah, it's 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 a really good show. And that's why it's
0: my favorite of the year. I will watch it. I guarantee it. I have to, (laughs) especially with the Russell twins, Russell boys. (laughs) Um, My TV show is. Probably going to go Probably going to go to Blue-Eyed Samurai. Like, honestly, like, I just, it, I love revenge. <laughs> like, I really love when a good revenge story is told. And um, there are some bangers, you know. Definitely, Last of Us has some things that are the greatest things I've seen on television. The Bear, there's an episode that's one of the greatest episodes I've ever see on television. Um Scavenger's Reign is fantastic i don't know and i didn't see like succession i, I don't know you know
1: yeah it's funny like blue Eyed samurai is definitely right there like i need to watch it it's every time i turn my netflix i'm like this like let's watch this right it's now. that or one piece because one piece was a perfect show it's probably that before one piece even because i'm <laughs>
0: for I you I'm, yes
1: <laughs> right but exactly but i, I want to watch one piece too but that's the thing too yeah. like you there's another show for you I've spent so much time in video games this year that TV has been really tough for me to right. even tackle. So yep. uh, yeah, I want to really watch that though. I I I need to watch it. That's that's it. it.
0: Um all right, comics. I have not caught up, so you say whatever you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I also I don't read a lot of modern comic like like month to month comics. I don't um, at the time, right? Yeah. You know, I just I spent a lot of time reading older comics i spent a lot of time reading trade paperbacks from last year things like that because like i, I waiting i i have this thing i forget what happens um sometimes i'd rather just buy the collection or just mm-hmm. whatever find the collection on kindle unlimited uh, which i spent a lot of time on because that's like i used to have the dcu subscription i don't have that anymore because now all those comics go to Kindle Unlimited, which we pay for anyway. So because my wife uses the read. So all of the, like, like I'm right now, I'm reading all the old Ninja Turtle comics on there from. Marash, yeah, that's it. You go back. Yeah, go back. You go back because there's years and years. But um uh, for me this year, the one thing that's really sparked my interest was the flash by Sid Spurrier and Mike Deodato Jr. Who is GFAD's good friend as usual. Um, But I love his art and the, I've never heard of this writer. Um, maybe I've missed him, but Wally West is my favorite flash. Uh, one of my favorite characters in comics, uh, and they've been kind of doing them wrong over the last, uh, five or so years. And he's had a hard run of it and he's back in the spotlight. He's got this really cool, like science fiction, story going on. And it's definitely one of my highlights of the year. I think they're only on like issue five right now, uh, or So, so, it's kind of a fresh book, so it's going it's going on right now if anybody wants to get caught up, but that's my
0: that's my comic of the year. So that's so that's Cy Spurrier. Cy Spurrier okay. You've you have read his stuff before. Um He did Dr. Afra for a bit. He's done he's done some other X titles. Um he's done some Hellblazer, he's done some Spider Man. I I'm positive you've read something by him. He's been around a bit. Yeah. He's good cool. stuff. I didn't read Jack. You know, I never do. I never read anything on time. I just go and I'll read like 500 issues of Spider-Man comic. <laughs> Take a month to do it. Yeah. You know, my favorite comic was, um, what was the one Lone Wolf and Cub? <laughs> I started reading that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? I, I think I just saw the trade for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um collectibles, this will this will be the same. And this, you know, it's just McFarlane doesn't know how to stop. He offers too much for anyone to not be happy with what he has. Like that's like you can complain all you want. For what? For 20 bucks? If you wait a week, 10, 15? You know what I mean? Like insane deals all the time, giveaways all the time, discounts christmas like every holiday has like there's no one do customer service he teamed up with hasbro game over no contest
1: yeah he's showing these big companies how to do it yes
0: uh, yeah
1: we just saw where hasbro took a big loss you know this year and all of a sudden he's teaming up with them like that's obviously like a a push from Hasbro to be like, Oh shoot, what are we doing wrong? Maybe yeah. we do need to team up with this guy who has been doing it right since early two thousands with, with collectibles, you know, 90s. so is it
0: going is far that far back? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, man. That's crazy. when we got those spawn ones.
1: Was it man? Oh yeah. yeah. We were, we were very young kids for that. were not we? Jeez, man. It's been so long. We're so yep. old now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Todd father knows how to do things, get it done. Comics, collectibles all of it um and you know the dc multiverse line has just been putting out so much stuff this year and just improving yeah. out what they have um listening to what the customers say about how certain things look and i just saw like this batman head from the green lantern one which i'm not really that interested in picking up but it's like where do you get something that looks that good you know, at that price at that price yeah
0: yep Agreed. Agreed. So, Todd Father, we salute you. Um, all right. So, that is our best of 2023. And unfortunately, we're going to go from that high to a couple lows. Uh, we did have some recent deaths um, from the end of last year. Uh, speaking of Godzilla, Pachiro Satsuma was the suit actor for Godzilla in the Heisei, Heisei series um but you know he got to live and see Godzilla conquer the box office and that's pretty insane
1: yeah absolutely i
0: i thought that was just kind of
1: sad right in the middle of um godzilla mania as you know we were going through with what minus 1 was doing for the franchise and then leading into this year, which is the 70th anniversary of the original 1954 film.
0: So, right.
1: Um, that just popped up in my feed one day. I was like, wow.
0: Yep. Lived a good long life, though. Yes. And, um, also, Tom Wilkinson lived a good long life. Right. Batman Begins, Michael Clayton, Fall Monty, Rush Hour, Eternal Sunshine, and Spotless Mind, one of my favorite movies. Like the guy credits go on and, um, yeah, so he, he just passed away uh, the other day, so we'll uh, give a moment of silence to these two uh, contributions to pop culture. All right, so let's get into some sad Marvel news. yet, justified. Jonathan Majors has dropped. Um, this has been swirling around for a long time now. It's sad honestly it it really is sad because the dude is a powerhouse of an actor and he effed up his entire career and that's it you know they'll have to recast and you know maybe they're maybe they're not putting all their chips on kang right now maybe they're switching some things around i don't know but what do you think of this what do you think it means for marvel i the the number one thing to hear to recognize is that
1: disney and marvel waited And they they waited instead of what has happened in the past with, say, Johnny Depp and yeah, other mistakes. Right. Right. Just like (laughs) cancel, like cancel culture. Um, Yes. Cancel culture is appropriate when it's done. This way, like you wait, absolutely. People are innocent until proven guilty. I really wanted Jonathan Majors to come out of this clean. Um, You know, it's 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 really tough because the acting shops that he had brought this gravity and, and seriousness to this villain who he really needed, uh, because with, with the MCU has been going where, you know, it's just kind of been turbulent. So I was hoping that, you know, this would all be okay. And it's, it's not, and now they have even more stuff to make up. So I, who knows, man, I've seen a lot of rumors out there, but about the recasting and the change in the, the, the writing for, um, For the next Avengers movie, dropping a Kang Dynasty name, all these other little tidbits of rumors out there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I um, again, it's a sad news, but they'll figure it out. It gives them some time to get things straightened out over there, Um, which unfortunately continues with Stephen Yoon dropping from Thunderbolts. He was rumored to be playing um, Sentinel. That was a rumor century century sorry um that had been a rumor but where there's smoke there's fire sort of thing but now he's gone like do people maybe not want to go to marvel right now yeah you think that's it
1: i think so. i just think it's like why would i why would i sign on to something that is not like nobody has any idea when it's going to happen will this movie get dropped will this movie get shifted why would i put this on my calendar and deny and, and put like deny other roles that will probably be even better for me
0: and he's on a hot streak right now too. Steven, you. yeah yep i yeah i saw that and i was like good good for him yeah. that just sh- but that shows you that marvel is not marvel at this time um all right so Moving on, Echo comes out this weekend. Uh, drops on the ninth. Five episodes, mini series. We will see Daredevil. Are you excited? Are you watching it? What are you doing?
1: I am. Um... <laughs> Listen, I I liked Hawkeye. Right, so I'm in. I'm ready for this because I liked what they did with Hawkeye. I liked bringing back Kingpin. I'm ready for a non-She-Hulk daredevil. I'm ready for what they're looking to be promising, a violent TV show. And I guess uh, in in the same light as the old Netflix shows, I I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to probably watch as many episodes as I can because I like that they're dropping them all at once. Maybe okay. that's, Maybe that's what they're, you know, maybe that's the formula that, works maybe better for everybody else waiting every week and list l- waiting and listening to everybody talk shit about the show and then not being able to form your own opinion watch the whole damn thing form your own opinion and then we can talk about it i think like sometimes this by the week thing doesn't always work out for certain things especially things yeah. that are under like the microscope like marvel and star wars i don't know right. but i'm i'm looking forward to it enough
0: yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch it. That's about as excited as I'm gonna get. <laughs> you sound very excited. That's about it. Uh, Spider-Man Noir is getting a show for Amazon. Um, well, not developed, but sorry, showrunner, co showrunner will be Stephen Lightfoot. His um credits are The Punisher show on Netflix and um a bunch of other stuff that's been on for a long time, like Hannibal and stuff like that. What do you think about this?
1: I'm cool with it. I mean, isn't the whole thing about the Marvel shows that there wasn't a showrunner for the most part for for a lot of these? And that's why they're blaming or saying that's to be to blame and stuff. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I am excited to see something outside of the MCU. I'm excited to see something that is set in a noir world. Um, Spider-Man, if it's Spider-Man noir, fine. Let's yeah, let's see it. I mean, this is it's intriguing, you know?
0: Yeah, I um, that's it. I will see it and I'm intrigued and we'll find out uh, what this looks like once we get a trailer. (laughs) Um, We got teased this at the Video Game Awards. There is the Marvel's Blade. Um, This is Arcane's next project. They did Dishonored. I don't know. I I don't get this and I'm excited. It's a mature single player, third person game. that will be set in Paris, France. (laughs) I'm in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. I just keep giving us comic book video games because that seems to be the way that you're delivering the best stories and experiences for fans. Anyways, now, um, And it it's about time Blade got a video game. Seriously, I'm ready to go kill some vampires, especially French ones. Come on.
0: (laughs) We yeah, no, I'm I'm beyond excited and can't wait to see what this means. Um, this is it's bad news, good news for us, I guess. But Insomniac got hacked. Um they were threatened you know, to release $2 million in Bitcoins. They didn't. And, well, they got a bunch of stuff leaked. Basically, Insomniac and Marvel are on a deal together through 2032 with titles including Venom, Wolverine, Spider-Man 3, Ratchet & Clank, X-Men, The X-Men in 2030, and just, and more, just, more of this <laughs> <laughs> they're like okay you want us
1: you want us to excite fans we do yeah, not negotiate we're not gonna terrorism. We're, yeah exactly <laughs> we're not gonna pay your damn damn ransom here here's what we got coming um the wolverine game uh, i wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't drop late this year for wolverine's 50th anniversary which you know just started january 1st mm-hmm. um Lots of stuff coming from your favorite um, Canadian mutant there, so I'm I'm sure we'll get a trailer sooner than later for that. Uh, with probably I'm gonna I'm gonna bet a release date later this year. But news of an X Men game, or the fact that they have the rights of all the X Men through the next 10 years is really exciting um i would love to see kind of like an x-men game where the hub is the x mansion and then you go out on missions or whatever you know i don't care just make something awesome
0: like that yeah yeah wolverine is i mean i don't know how real this is that venom would be dropping next year wolverine's 2026 when we at least saw footage from wolverine but anyway we'll see well, no, how this mean, all things, plays get well. yeah, so. things get pushed yeah things get pushed um, In comic book news, uh, Marvel re-signs a deal for Dan Slott. It means he's not going anywhere anytime soon.
1: Yeah. I, okay. I'm not the biggest Dan Slott fan, but I'm also not a Dan Slott hater. So, whatever. You're going to keep your mainstays. It's been doing Spider-Man and some Fantastic Four the last few years. And, yeah, that's great. I mean, you're losing. I mean, a lot of these guys are losing... Creatives over to what um, Ghost Machine now, so
0: it's mm-hmm.
1: a it's a big thing to sign on. You know, somebody's been a mainstay.
0: Yep, that's it. DC news: Matt Reeves has confirmed that they are working on that Arkham series. It will be within the DCU, which includes the Batman. So
1: this is this is the only thing
0: we know. The Batman 2
1: is coming. The Penguin show is coming. Those are set in the Batman world. That's my understanding. Okay. The The DCU side of it now, which has been revealed that this Arkham show is now part of that. Okay. Okay. Fine. Matt Reeves is working on that as a separate project.
0: Okay. Okay. okay.
1: All of these other rumors, the hush, all these other villains, there's Those are a, all, yeah it, right. Until James Gunn says so, he already denied it all anyways. So until he says so, I don't believe it, but it is kind of interesting to know that Matt Reeves is working on something like this. Will they bring over the Batman eventually? Will they somehow tie that in? I, I don't know because it depends on really, Hey, we're looking at doing an older Batman with his son, Damien as part of the DCU. That's already the brave and the bold. So there's a lot of things kind of like questioned here, but I think they're just tapping Matt Reeves creative, you know, in order to, Bring some more magic to the to the DCU and create some more TV projects for it, right?
0: So. And that's it. More more of that, I, I'll take. Because Matt Reeves uh, is
1: also involved in that Kid um, Crusader uh, animated show, which is now going to Amazon as
0: well. Right. That's true. That's true. So, also part of the DCU, Tom King is an integral part of it. So James Gunn talked about how you know, Tom King, I I guess he's controversial Tom King, but he also is one of the top selling comic book people right now. So, you know, deal with it.
1: I mean, we just mentioned how there's haters in everything. I'm sorry, yes. but if you hate on Tom King because he hurts your feelings over your favorite superhero, get over it because that's in, that's been happening for decades. And <laughs> you know that. So stop crying about it. Um, We mentioned this on the last show about... How a how easy is it for a comic writer to transition into being a script writer? And we talked about this because of Supergirl, World Tomorrow, and as James Gunn said, he's not just involved in this because he was the writer of that comic. He's right. involved because he's an integral part, as you said, of this wor- of this whole process. So that makes me more even more excited because he's been putting out stuff that is just changed the way I look at comics, even, even going back to the way, like, like some of the way that Jack Kirby did things um, and just, you know, tapping into those characters that are, are some long forgotten or just kind of on the outlier of, of mainstream comics, but should be brought in because their, their stories are very interesting, even more so than some of these characters like hell Jordan, who is extremely boring to me. So it's like, why aren't we telling a story about Mr. Miracle on the big screen, you know, right. and, you know, things like that. So he's found a way to modernize characters and sell books. So yep. that's the that's the bottom line. No argument there.
0: I agree, 100%. Up next is Suicide Squad, Isekai anime. This looks fun. They got a... <laughs> They've gotta go to a strange and bizarre fantasy world. Their mission begins soon and it just looks fun. You know, we watch a lot more anime. It looks great. Yeah. Sounds fun too. Sorry,
1: everybody. Just I opened it and the trailer was there. So we'll leave the trailer <laughs> and then the show notes for you so you can enjoy that Japanese language track as well. <laughs> Are you
0: ready to watch this?
1: I am. I am. I you know, we've like you said, we've had our our rebirth of anime uh, in our lives. And I think that the more that they get back into this kind of thing, it's just, it's just more content, you know, across, you know, for more audiences, making it more popular. Like the DC label needs to spread out a little bit. Um, And this looks kind of crazy,
0: you know, so DC does a good job with their animation. So they do. I'm I'm just saying
1: spread out the, uh, the audiences.
0: Oh, for sure. Yep. And then finally, James Gunn has confirmed that the DC games don't have to be DCU connected. So that's fine. That's fine. I don't care.
1: It's a little backtracking. But, you know, it's just I and you and I discussed this previously in our show. It's just seems a little complicated. Um, right. Video games can take years to make Um Delays happen. Studios die all the time. Yep, exactly. So it's just, I mean, just keep it, keep making good games instead of pandering to, you know, having to have this whole cohesive universe because maybe that wouldn't be great. Unless you're going to put out like a 16-bit, you know, side-scrolling fighting game that, you know, used to come out in the 90s for everything, you know, the matchup, that'd be great. You could do that too.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you could do that too, <laughs> Maxim Carnage style. That's it. Uh, so let's jump over to a galaxy far, 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 far away andor push to 2025. So that would mean that we will be seeing Skeleton Crew and the Acolyte only this year. What okay. do you feel about that? I'm good. Okay,
1: I'm good. You just take your time, you make a good show. Because the the formula is a little bit different this time, you know it's gonna be what two to three episode arcs then a time jump things like that, so maybe they're gonna change that up to make it more of a cohesive story all across. who knows right so whatever it's a great show take your time and and don't don't fudge it up, Star Wars
0: <laughs> we will see how that works, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we'll see uh mace windu the glass abyss this is the latest book uh written over by stephen barnes um it takes place when qui-gon's death (laughs) so i guess in between one and two
1: yeah he's gonna finish qui-gon's last mission apparently okay there's a really good book called shatterpoint from the eu if you want to go back and read that instead (laughs) I would rather. <laughs> the sh- the Shatterpoint force ability. Like, go go get, go get learned to people <laughs> instead of there you go. us going back and rewriting history. Oh my
0: gosh. I know. The world just keeps getting smaller and I, I just keep getting further away from the world. Um. Anyway. This world right ha-
1: here can get smaller as it gets larger, though.
0: Yes. So, Outlaws expected for the end of this year. I don't believe it but okay that's awesome honestly man i
1: i believe it more than not because of what we've seen with gameplay trailer uh and, and i just think they're really work, they've been working hard on this game for a long time already i think that this has been in the works i even if it gets pushed in the quarter first quarter 2025 it's still coming out within the next year or so um and i'm excited yeah I'm yeah. very excited for this game. The more I hear about it, that it's just the the size of it. I'm ready for an open open world RPG, single player Star Wars open r- world RPG. Um that's GTA Assassin's Creed, whatever you want to call it. Like get bring it. it. Just do it, it right, release it when it's ready. That's it. That's
0: it. And then finally, just something really fun, um, Clone Wars Battle of the Heroes, a Star Wars fan film animation. We will keep this in here. This is 15 minutes of kind of a mix of the Clone Wars with Revenge of the Sith. Looks brilliant. Sounds brilliant. I don't know how much money this thing costs to do it, but did you watch it? I mean, it's, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. It was awesome. I, yeah. I, I loved it. I just thought this was a really neat thing to do. Um, and it just kind of adds to adds to it because I, I love the Clone Wars more than I like the prequel trilogy. <laughs> so yep. just kind of seeing those characters as part of that
0: really did it for me. So done. You know what's funny too is they got rid of the no <laughs> they didn't include it. Yes. <laughs> and just had like this epic music instead. And I was like, yes. Thank, thank so, Morris Guts. Yes, absolutely. We'll Leaving the link in there for that, you guys check that out. Over at Star Trek, Discovery returns in April, season five. Last season, bittersweet goodbye for the for the show that started off the kickstart of Star Trek. Really, for Paramount. yeah, the
1: resurgence. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Um, I had, I still have to watch season four. I've been kind of just saving it uh so that i can watch it prior to this which i probably should start now um speaking of but yeah i what they do with this show is really neat i think it's just um doing something new with the world uh was important instead of that just like going back and doing what they did with picard and things like that it's great i do hope they get another starship show exploration show you know maybe that spins out of Picard but this show is like the all like when I when I talk about like really good sci-fi shows that kind of push the limit of storytelling and 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 kind of open it up this did that for me and I really like it Um, I really love the
0: characters and like you said it'll be bittersweet to see it go exactly I'm curious do we think there's going to be a spin-off of it? Another I, spin-off. I know strange worlds, but you know what I mean? Like will they just take some of the characters and set them off on their own adventure, you would think?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. i am not really I'm not caught up on enough to really speak we'll for it. We'll find out, right? Yeah. We are getting that Section 31 mini series event, uh um, yep. which is exciting too. Uh so we'll see.
0: Very um, all right, so we're gonna to go to crowd sorcery. This is where we highlight uh, you know different crowdfunding campaigns for geeky things that we think is cool. <laughs> we want to share with you guys. So, David Finch, the Marvel Art of David Finch, volume one, from the time of this recording, has got about a couple weeks. Hardcover book. David Finch is an OG. He's just he's fantastic. There's some awesome, awesome editions in here of you know, different t-shirts and bookmarks and swag what do you think i know you love david finch
1: i do i would have been more all in on it if it was dc um Ah, it's it's marvel just Uh, marvel yeah 50 bucks decent price for a hardcover art book like that um yeah i love i love david finch meeting him at comic cons was always great he's a really just humble person Mm -hmm. um And I just I love his art. Every time there's like a David Finch uh, variant, I'm like, I'm going to get this. Um, So, yeah, I love him. I'll I'll think about this. book.
0: (laughs) Well, you got two weeks to think about it. So we'll leave the link in there. Catman, sensational Catman cartoon. Um, He is a public domain character. So technically anyone can do anything with Catman. And someone is, Austin McConnell. You can pledge to support the movie. Uh, $25 will get you into a digital version. What's your thought on this? Awesome. Um,
1: we've talked about using public domain characters is a great way to t- tell stories. Um, why we haven't seen Catman in a DC project, I don't know, but uh, this this is a great way to just kind of, you know, introduce him to audiences that don't know him and hopefully people will check it out and back this kickstarter
0: that's it and you can see a pilot episode too in the campaign to kind of know what you're you're pledging towards and then finally the retro gaming watch literally what it is it's it's an entire game in a watch on your wrist this thing is pretty cool it reminds me of like a tamagotchi it reminds me of a casio like smartwatch thing uh it will cost you 179 to get in on it but i mean it is also a watch
1: yeah i mean it's an emulator right just yeah just yeah (laughs) load your load your games on there looks like it's probably up to what 16 bits right um even a little bit higher, <laughs> so I don't know,
0: man. I've it's got big bit. hands. I just don't know how that will work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like when you play
1: with the little switch remotes, right? Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know,
1: man. I think these are these are really cool. You can actually you can hook up a controller to them, seemingly, um, and you can also play it on your on your computer screen so it's it's like a raspberry pi on your on your wrist you know at yeah. wit, wrist right in a way
0: <laughs> it's one of those and it does look cool so we'll leave the link in there for that as well i mean bro so, i'm serious about to spend
1: 150 bucks on a fitbit so why you know another... why not be able to play some real games at does the this game does this
0: track of... my heartbeat and everything because i'll just go with this instead uh no, no it it. does not. sorry um but while you're doing some watch research, we'll head off to a quick commercial break. DFAT comics is the publishing branch of don't The only place to travel geekly focusing on creator owned and independent titles like hollowed pursuit of plastic and fairy and many more. DFAT comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. There
1: the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her! We've been looking
0: all over for this one. Let's get him in our sights and end this hunt now! Alright. Alright. Steady. Steady now. Uh, Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we are Don'tForgetAtowl.com. Your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe. And don't forget, a towel. We are back after those commercial breaks, and we're going to go right into comic books. Mark Millar's entire Millar world is going from Image over to Dark Horse... He's releasing like a bunch of hardcovers of things that haven't been made yet. 20 comic book franchises and 40 graphic novels as well as omnibuses. And then he also has five new series that are expected to come out this year. So why was my question? Because he's had that deal with Image forever. Yeah, me too.
1: Um, Brian Michael Bendis also just went over to Dark Horse so maybe maybe they made them some offers they couldn't refuse um dark horse is building up their you know their stuff and their libraries and maybe they're just making that push you know i love dark horse comics i always you know for a long time i i mean i knew dark horse before i knew image you know so it's just like i i like to see these kind of things but like you said why did this happen
0: yeah yeah it's interesting i'm looking online you can get trade paperbacks for some of his series now on the dark horse website so hitting the ground running i guess cool all right daredevil steven denight will be debuting his new graphic novel over at the new publisher humanoids it's called hard bargain and it's a Detective Noir story. It's gonna have some monsters in it. Set in 1940s, Los Angeles. Sure. Fine. I love stephen Knight. I I I am down with this. I didn't even know that there was a new publisher coming out called Humanoids. So I'm gonna have to do some research on that too.
1: Yeah, also the artist by uh Leno Carvalho, who did Superman's Pale Jimmy Olsen and um, nice. the Jimmy Olsen special, which were Both a couple of my favorite things a couple years ago. Uh, The art on that was just kind of vintage, um, but, you know, kind of new at the same time. I I loved it. Um, And then coloring by Bruno Hang and lettering by Troy Pateri.
0: Sweet, sweet. That'll be good to check out. Um, We also have a new horror comic miniseries. This is coming from Scott Snyder as well as Francesco Francavelli, This will be called White Boat, which will be debuting in March. Um, you know, three-issue comic book series. It's going to Distillery, which is the hottest publisher right now. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this? We're Scott Snyder fans.
1: Yeah, I I love Scott Snyder. I love Frank's art. Um, Yeah, me too. It's just some of my favorite stuff out there. It's just always really neat when he does horror. He does it like it just blows me away. So
0: I'm excited to see these two
1: working together again.
0: Yep, me too. Don't know if it's a kaiju. Don't know if it's a Cthulhu. We don't know, but we're excited to see what happens. Uh, My friend actually shared this with me because he thought it'd be fun to get it for my daughter. She's got a lot of these little golden books, Uh, but they're going to be doing A is for Alien. Uh, It's going to go through the alphabet with the Alien series um, leading the way. I'm in. (laughs) Is this for kids? (laughs) Yes. I felt like it,
1: I it is but it's also kind of um C is for Chestburster Chris. It's, it's a satire, right? I think it's mm-hmm. very funny that um that they're putting this out. These are the little golden books is what we grew up on and <laughs> it's just it cracked me up when I saw this. I I will I will buy this immediately for
0: myself. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should. Some every every horror Fan <laughs> and I need to learn my alphabet, so good. That's it. Um, all right. So let's get over to the anime section. Mobile suit Gundam Requiem for Vengeance trailer was released. Um, this is like a CGI movie. I personally think that Gundam movies are extremely boring, and this trailer Aww. made me still bored and did nothing for me. That's all right, buddy.
1: We we still like you. <laughs> if
0: you liked it, that's hey this is there's clearly fans for this, yeah, no, Gundam has
1: been going strong for decades um yep. Japan loves de- Gundam so much they built a life size Gundam um, which is cool, exactly. I agree with you, um Gundam can be a little sleepy at times um i also this whole move to like c g i anime is is all is always kind of questionable to me as well. I'm not the biggest fan of it, um but there are some times when it's worked out, but i i'm I'm also a classic anime guy, so but whatever, I'll be checking this out.:
0: yeah, I let me know how it goes. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> what I will be checking out, though, is the Chainsaw Man movie. Um, this is gonna be kind of taking place um for the resi arc um that's coming up, so, yeah. I Chainsaw Man is fantastic. I got to finish it out. I haven't had a chance to, but I will because it's really good and I think you would like it too. Well,
1: cool. I um I watched episode 1. It's definitely more on my list of things to watch um because I like that more mature anime uh and crazy insane stuff like that. So, that's actually something I need to keep watching cuz I I forgot to.
0: Yeah. That's it. Um. So this is the twenty-fifth anniversary of One Piece, and as such, Wit Studio will be animating the manga, I guess, into a into, into an anime. It's it's very strange how what exactly it is that we're getting, and it's called the One Piece. So so it's what it's 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 basically read
1: telling another like one arc is that what yeah, it's yeah the original
0: like, version of the east blue arc is available to watch alongside so wit studio will start the one piece anime series again from east So yeah it's like it's start it's like a remake but i guess the animation style will match more of the manga than traditional what we have right so
1: i mean one piece came out what early 2000s 25 years ago right so i mean yeah it is dated already yeah um People are like,
0: why does this have to exist? And my answer is, why not? So, you read your boot comics all the time, and you want jumping on points, and you don't want to watch thirteen hundred episodes. So start here. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You know, and maybe they don't. Maybe they don't do it as funny. I I don't know. I'm not
0: eh, a big One Piece guy, that. right? <laughs> I'm not
1: really familiar with it enough to say it. Yeah. Um. Maybe they don't do it as dragon ball z is but you know i love dragon ball z and that goofiness so i know i love one piece but i'm just will they take it a more serious route can it be taken a more serious route you tell me
0: yeah i don't know um but we'll find out what i do know is set in the goofy world of delicious in dungeon it's about this guy who's eaten by or sorry this guy who's in a dungeon where his sister has been eaten by a red dragon and you can hear some of it there (laughs) where this uh, guy is basically it's kind of like a fantasy plus cooking because he starts cooking the monsters that he's killing in order to try to make it to his sister like he can't escape the dungeon or else she'll get digested by the dragon so in order to stay there he has to cook the monsters I don't know this is the kind of crap you see in anime and I love it and and it looks cute
1: Yeah, that sounds insane. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's coming out. Uh, Speaking of insanity, Best Buy and I just learned Target um, has removed DVDs and Blu-rays from its stores. They are done with physical media. At this time, uh, Walmart is continuing to just reap the benefits from the people who are interested. But, you know, this is... This has been coming for a long time. Um, the death of physical media, in, in a way. What are your thoughts on this? My thoughts are this: the streaming, the streaming wars
1: have seemed to kind of fluttered out in a way, um, and people are kind of getting fed up with streaming as well. And as am I. Uh, and as we discussed about the quality of the streams versus watching it on say 4k blu-ray and being as we say we are con- connoisseurs um of of digital of, yes. of media um i for one have been holding on to my dvds i've had times where i've been the weak points where i've been like i'm gonna take these down rest rasputans and i'm gonna sell them all and i'm gonna get rid of all this stuff and then the little angel on my shoulder is like no don't do that chris because you love movies and why would you want to get rid of having this for life why yeah. would you want to get rid of this dvd you bought back in the 90s when you could send it to cgc and get it graded even no, i'm not gonna do that because that's even <laughs> silly to me but um i'm going back to wanting physical media again I'm going back to wanting to own my movies and not worrying about if it's going to leave my streaming service. I've already paid $150 for the year for because it goes over to the other one, which I decided not to get because it didn't have this movie on it. So here's my thing Yeah, I'm getting back in the digital media. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, physical media physical. because yeah. I actually just ordered a couple steelbook blu-rays of mothra the original movie and um the ultraman original series because they're super cheap at best buy right now and you're gonna see these sales go crazy Um, that's what i'm here for i'm gonna read some benefits of this and we just read that article where a lot of these big companies are now say selling the rights to distribute to say shout factory um, and, you know, Arrow and other things and other companies like that, Vinegar, where, similar, you know, right? And now it's like, we'll get these super duper special editions and we love that kind of stuff. So I'm all about it because vinyl came back. So it's not like this won't come back someday and people will be like, oh, I really
0: wanted this. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay. You people go, still 100%. buy VHSs. Like, right. Still a market here. Best Buy, just as I, I just wanted to check, they have no movies on their website. They're gone. Not all of them. There's some really crappy ones. I, I've been,
1: I, I looked last night, and I've, I've been going through some stuff. Um, and you can find stuff that you can buy online, but it's, it's going to be going fast. And I would be one to actually go down to the store if I were you, as I said before. Not just you, but the royal you. All. Of yeah. Order.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these. Wow. Anyway, yeah, go buy some 4K Blu-rays because I'm looking at them. They're like 13 14 bucks. A lot of them are cheap. Wow. Okay, so uh, moving on. TV streaming news. Speaking of streaming, House of the Dragon Season 2, that's debuting, I want to say, in soon. Hmm. Very soon. It's coming out
1: we have a, we don't have a date. I'm going to get that date right now. As I talk about how I never even finished the first season. Um
0: it just says summer 2024. Okay. Cool. So it's coming.
1: Stay tuned. Um yeah, I, uh, I um I'm kind of just out of my Game of Thrones world. I just do I care anymore? I don't know. When's Lord of the Rings season 2 come out?
0: Does it come out like where's our high it fantasy is. show? they yeah. don't remember like you got five seasons love it or hate it i loved it oh so. yeah
1: so i mean listen i'm sure I, I need to finish house of dragon season one because i'm sure i'll like it it's just it's game of thrones and it's like sometimes it's hard to get through because it's it puts me to sleep but um anyways
0: it's coming it's coming as is end of this year twisted metal season two greenlit someone's watching it right that's what i said and we can watch it for free on peacock because
1: peacock is free for the basic level right still yeah so when i looked the other day when they had dropped my well i have it for a month anyways because i had to watch it for the bill get it for the fucking bills game that's my f-bomb for the Mm -hmm. the, because it's proprietary corporate bullcrap um Anyways, I can watch it without commercials, so maybe I'll do that before I go back to work. Um, I I was hesitant to watch it, and now it's got a season two? Alright, more characters are coming? Alright, I'm in. I'm going to watch it.
0: That's it. Speaking of season two of things, to what I said is probably my favorite show on television, uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai season two, that's just got a confirmation. I don't know how long it takes to animate that. Um, compared to some other people you know what i mean so i i don't know well they used
1: a lot of motion capture right with that too yeah
0: they did but i think that probably helps things right i i would think so yeah michael green writer of logan (laughs) blade runner 2049 green lantern i I know yeah (laughs) hey listen
1: that could have been a good movie. But um,
0: he did American Gods. He's right. a showrunner on that. Well, like I mean, that didn't
1: do great either. I liked it. I liked American Gods' the show. But um I keep getting trying to get my wife to watch it. And the tough thing is, like, the first episode is like a movie. So it's kind of like, oh, honey, it's not like we can just
0: watch a 20-minute
1: episode. No, you got to so, pay
0: attention. Yeah, we're in. We're in.
1: We just got to make time for it. That's or I'll it. watch it on my own
0: uh this is stupid um uncle fester's spinoff series i don't know i mean i guess i'll i'll wait until i see i think wednesday was good i think it got hyped up because of that viral dance that happened but wednesday's it's good <laughs> so you know i want to see another season of it but do i need to see the fred armison uncle fester show i i mean maybe i don't know I Do like fred <laughs> Armisen. Yeah, I do, too. So, that's it. And then finally, Ryan Coogler is reportedly doing a reboot on X-Files. I don't know why, but I guess it's going to happen. This has been in the
1: rumor mill for a while, though. I remember us talking about this at one point, and I, I, for one, whatever, I mean... If if making Mulder and Scully movies and sh- miniseries is not working for you, I guess scrap it and go back and make a new X Files world. Um, the X Files idea is great. I I would love to see a more updated version of it. Um, Monster of the Week stuff, whatever. Yep. I think that's why X Files got kind of wishy washy, anyways, was because they just decided like there's this big overarching story. And eventually it just kind of got dragged out too long. Um, and people were like, oh, well, I didn't like how this ended. Well, we're going to go back and do it again. Well, I didn't like how this ended. Okay. Yep. Whatever. X-Files was a great idea if you can do Files of the Week. so
0: Yeah. And, and I think you're right. It's It's Files of the Week. So if it's, that's it. <laughs> I'm down with a reboot if it makes sense like that. Um, all right, so let's jump over to some movie news. We got a lot of trailers. Um, we'll just kind of like hit upon them because there was a lot, and we'll just kind of rapid-fire through some of those. So, Dune trailer, Godzilla X-Kong trailer, Imaginary Friend If trailer, Beverly Hills Cop Axel F trailer. Out of those, Chris... What do you, like, what do you got? What are you most hyped about coming um, up? I only watched two of them, so I'll, I'll comment
1: on two of them. Dune 2 being my favorite of them. Uh, I am, I've been ready for Dune. It should have already come out, um, but whatever. This time, I'm going to the damn theater to watch it, and hopefully they put the first one in theater as well before that. I think so. I it hope. It would be smart, I right? Hope. I missed it the second time. Here. Um So, I loved the first one. Even watching it at home was a treat. So, Mm -hmm. I love that world. I think it's beautifully shot. I think it's one of the best soundtracks. Um, It just blows me away, and I'm really excited for them to flesh out more stuff. Um, Godzilla, X-Kong... I'm ready for it. It's, ex- it's extending the monster verse, but it's getting kind of cartoony for me at the same time. <laughs> it so definitely
0: is getting goofy. <laughs>
1: um, but that's what, that's what those movies got. I mean, that's what they're comparing it to this, the show era and um, kind of how they just got more and more for kids and selling, you know, toys and trying to really push on that. So if it does that, that's fine. If it's selling right. tickets and keeping it alive, that's fine because obviously we're getting more stuff for people like us with you know with monarch the show you yep. maybe do more stuff like that and then sell big ticket items um and that's what a lot of things should be doing if you're having a shared universe anyways and i think that this formula has been working as of now and i will definitely go see this movie in theaters anyway so whatever
0: me too me too yeah dunes probably my most anticipated movie this year kong looks stupid but i'm, get, I'm gonna see it um, I love Beverly Hills Cop. I'll watch that. I, <laughs> uh, You know, I have a special place in my heart for those. The Imaginary Friend movie. Fine. Cute. You know, for my kid. I like Ryan Reynolds. He yeah. really does not You know, John Krasinski directed it and wrote it, I think. So, like, I'm probably going to enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good time.
0: That's both, of, both of those sound like a good time. All those things. G-Unit Productions. So I think I probably put this in here, but 50 Cent created um, a a movie studio, kind of like Tyler Perry did down in Atlanta, which is now like where all the Marvel stuff is shot and Walking Dead and everything. Like it's the biggest lot. um, G-Unit. Like, yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy what uh, 50 Cent did. It's um, 98, no, 985,000 square feet film and TV workspace. Yeah, he like runs the Star Network. Yeah, I mean, I know. most of his shows blow up. Yeah, I mean this is this is just entrepreneurship
1: at its finest. You know, yeah. honestly, it's like you made your money doing doing the musics, and now you're just you're growing it out. You're growing out. You're you're showing that you have creative genius right there. I mean, if you can put something like that together, something that big, um and and be successful with it i'm really excited to see what comes out of it you know so we'll
0: see yep very very excited for uh for the opportunities he's gonna kick off for this the rock teaming up with nacelle um not only has he made his debut for coming back to the wwe i saw that on raw yesterday but um now his um studio seven Bucks studio They will be bringing us a RoboForce animated series. I would not be surprised if this is the first of many things that The Rock diversifies his portfolio with again. (laughs) But I'm excited. What do you think about this? Yeah,
1: Nacelle has just been kicking ass and taking numbers over the past year or so um, with the the rejuvenation of toy lines. They worked with Ryan Reynolds, right? Even with the the
0: biker mice That's the biker
1: mice, yeah. Right? So the reach of this company is amazing. And the fact that they're going to be going back and doing things from our childhood and really embracing that, I'm really excited to see. So in the rock, I mean, that's like endless money and and production value right there. So good times.
0: That's it. That's it. Um, After the success of saw 10 saw 11 was announced. It should be coming out later this year. The idea is to kind of keep it going. You know, they can do these movies for cheap not a lot of cgi if any cgi you know what i mean like keep them going horror franchises need to come back so i'm fine with this i'm
1: bumping this up because this is this is related in a way (laughs) because if you want to talk horror franchises and we've been talking about this how with scream how scream should be dropping a movie a year right yes saw could do the same thing a lot of these movies could do the same thing but now it's like Scream 7 is is under a little pressure of uh, everybody dropping. So the studio has some work to do with this one before they uh they can finish this trilogy or not finish it.
0: Yeah, I'm um we'll see what happens with this, but I'm yeah, Scream 7 just their actors, the lead actresses are gone, the director is gone now. They're left floundering. You know, it won't be coming out this year (laughs) and we'll see if we even get one anytime soon. This is this is where also where cancel culture is
1: going wrong at the same time. I get like. (laughs) It's tough. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just such a mess.
0: It's (laughs) it's
1: it's messed up. You know what I mean? It's like they what 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 are your priorities? Right. Politics or, you know doing business and making money. I guess it's all kind of mixed in, unfortunately. So whatever. Stupid.
0: Yeah. It's, we will see how this all shakes out. Um, A24 will be bringing us a death stranding movie. Uh, Hideo Kojima is teaming up with them. It's going to be their 10th anniversary coming up. I love A24 films. I love Hideo Kojima. They, they, make weird movies he makes weird video games this just makes sense
1: well that was what with jordan peele as well right um yeah we saw that we saw that that preview as well um and that's kind of exciting to see like that team up there across media uh yeah the od game yeah yeah which i think will i think i actually accidentally dropped from the notes but we'll just put that under here but Um, that was another thing I just got for Christmas was the Metal Gear collection. Uh, and I'm, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid one again for the first time in 20 years since I was playing on my PlayStation and playing on my switch is awesome. Um, because it's, you know, the graphics aren't great, but they, they actually transfer well into the switch and I can play it on the handheld. Um, and it's been make me want to play death stranding. And that's something that I've just had through my PSP plus account. Um, and something i've just been putting off and putting off and it might be the year to do that
0: so yeah that's yeah uh, yeah i i own it and i haven't played it so nah. on the list. what was the name uh, of that what was that name of that Jordan OD. od awesome yeah putting that OD. in our show notes that's it gosling is out of the wolf man and oh. d- don't really know what that means, other than it maybe it delays this. So they replaced him with Christopher Abbott. Christopher Abbott is not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who this guy is, to be quite honest with you. He's in It Comes At Night. He just showed up in Poor Things, which I've heard is really good. That's on my list of things to watch. But you know, I like Ryan Gosling, so I guess that's all I have to say.
1: So where like these these new monster movies have gotten slowed down because of the strike, um, things like that, right? Because yep. it just seems like they're on a hot streak. Um, people are really excited for this monster verse. And it's kind of like, oh, all right, well, at least this is happening, but not with Gosling.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's just it. Not with Gosling. Maybe he's doing Ghost Rider. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Finally, probably Ken spin off movie. Oh, I can't um, wait. Probably that. Lost Boys is getting a musical produced by Patrick Wilson. It's, there's no reason for this, but do you care? Do you want to watch this? Like, is this something you would be interested in?
1: Yeah, of course. I love musicals.
0: Um, I hope they, I hope
1: they bring the sax guy in for an actual, like, music number for, I still believe. Um, Yeah, man, I don't care. I remember when that, when that, when those high school kids did the alien Alien stage play yes. it just went viral. I just, yes, I think there is like, and, it, and, and, and thinking back to the days when I, when I wrote a double dragon play for my second grade classroom, and I did the <laughs> backgrounds and we all acted it out. Um, it was based on the tiger handheld game. Um, I've always been a stage guy, so I, I can't wait for this. And if it comes to San Francisco, I'm going, I think it's but set in San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Actually, it's probably going to come to Santa Cruz. <laughs> I'll, I'll go see. down there for it. It'll be live on the Let's beach. See.
0: That's it. Hey, all right. Finally, here in <laughs> gaming news, lots of gaming news. Hideo Kojima, again, uh, will be having a documentary, Connecting Worlds, um, that's coming this spring. Um, creative Journey into the Mind of a Video Games Icon. I love Hideo Kojima. I'm very interested in this. He is a weird, creative person. So, yeah, I want to go deeper into this guy's weird mind. I think you meant genius. He is a genius. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, this is great. When does this come out? Um, this spring? This spring, yeah. I'm
0: streaming? On Disney+. Plus.
1: Oh, wow. That's a cool place for it.
0: Yeah, buddy. Interesting. I know. Very, very excited. Uh, We got our first look at GTA six coming in 2025 Uh, takes place. We have our first female led action star, Leonida it's taking place in vice city trailer looks amazing. It's so funny because like someone was like, this is like so fake. And then they literally pulled up every single newscast where every single thing that they put in that trailer has actually happened in Florida. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was. I so remember.
1: Funny. I remember watching this this video where they showed their grandma the video, and she was like, "They showed her the trailer, and she thought it was real." And they just, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's
1: just like just another tired. day in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Um, with GTA Five dropping on PS Plus, um, I'll finally be getting the time to play that and making the time to play that and getting into that world because I just. I really haven't since three. Um, yeah. And I just wasn't a big GTA guy. Um, I love that game, but I never continued it. And now being an open world player. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I think, you...
0: it I think it's time. My friend. Well, I mean, I
1: love Red Dead Redemption.
0: <laughs> I'm playing yeah. Red Dead
1: 2 right now. You know, it's and yeah. not just because of the cowboy aspect, because of the awesome narrative and the story, like the open world and all that the stuff. The storytelling
0: so. is just that's so right. fun. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this looks great. Shadow Scar. This is from the creator of the Cyberpunk and Witcher um, RPG. So, this will be a tabletop game. Um, this will be a whole new, brand new gameplay system. Kind of like a mix of what is it like, Japanese kaiju? Like, it's all this weird stuff thrown together.
1: Yeah, I like universe hopping, multiverse hopping, ninja inspired game so
0: multi-dimensional monsters ding okay yeah
1: so this is tabletop like um tabletop rpg or tabletop miniatures like
0: i think it's gonna be a tabletop rpg oh cool okay
1: 800 page rule book yeah as a chapter for every dimension (laughs) okay (laughs) that sounds intricate yes um I actually, it was funny because I just bought this I, for Christmas. I just got this book about the yokai. Um, mm-hmm. which is like remind, like they set it up like the old trading cards for superheroes with like power levels. Oh, uh, so. with
0: the power systems and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so pretty sweet. I'm really into this kind of stuff now. So damn it. All right. <laughs> uh, sorry to tempt you. Um, but going over onto the Switch, Shadow of Grim Rock is coming out. This is this is an old game from the windows it's getting ported over did you play this i i didn't i i
1: this popped up on my feed yesterday i wanted to add it to it because i loved these kind of games back in the day um i think this is like a 10 year old game at this point maybe it looks even older yeah so i'm not sure um but for the switch I would love to play this kind of game it's something i would pick up maybe when it's on super discount you know like under 5 bucks yeah, or
0: whatever yeah but
1: it's people love it and i watched the trailer it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of weird because it's like where you move around different squares um it's uh first person things like that so it's it's neat um and you have to escape this 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 prison this dungeon prison so uh, Castle prison, but yeah, good times. I,
0: I'll be checking it out. I mean, I, Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I'll leave it in there. Um, Vampire Survivors Adventures. Um, this is going to be a new story mode coming to the game. Um. Yeah, I mean, Vampire Survivors is awesome. This came. This came out. Sorry. Yes. Merry Christmas. It came out. Yep. Yeah. see some
1: of the stuff that already came out, I, I, I dropped from the show. But this I thought was neat because I actually just got back into it on Switch. Um, this was re- this Adventures was already released for PC and stuff. Um, but it's going to be out for Switch eventually. Um, so got to read into how to access it. Some people are having issues with that. But um, check that out. But also Among Us is doing a collaboration with Vampire Hunters called Emergency Meeting. So yeah. Um,
0: this Very is crazy. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome that Vampire Survivor is the little indie game that literally will destroy your life in the best way possible, just keeps getting more and more <laughs> expansions. And I love it. Five million
1: plus people have bought it. Uh, and that's like we say if you pay a dollar for something and five million people buy it, yep. imagine selling it for. I mean, this game is cheap anyways. It was five bucks on Switch. You know, it's such. Yeah. It's such a treasure trove of gaming for that price. It's just I every time I play it, I'm just like, it's perfect for that 30 minute sit down. It's perfect for like the, the itch to like upgrade things to like get new characters. I just, yeah, it's an amazing game. I just didn't understand the, the
0: scope of it until recently. It's an onion that just keeps getting on peeled Oh, for sure. Uh, did you know that there's going to be a new video game <laughs> from the mana series, Visions of Mana? I did.
1: Um, this was actually something that piqued my interest because I just, when I was doing my Final Fantasy deep dive, um, uh, I picked up the collection of mana, which collects a, a, a Game Boy game, um, Trials of Mana, and another yeah. one. Um, so the, the, Game Boy 1, the original one, is actually Final Fantasy Adventure. So there's a tie-in that the Mana World is connected to Final Fantasy World. Um, So I've never played
0: them.
1: Yeah, I've never played them. And so I picked up that to get into it. Um, And then there's one on our PS Plus as well right now. So there's a few. But yeah, there's a brand new game coming for you Mana fans out there.
0: I have not played one in a long time, but what I do remember is, um, I think I actually have the collection of mana, but Secret of Mana, I definitely played Legend of Mana. I've I've played a few from back in the day, and I remember really liking them, so maybe it's time to go back. (laughs) But yeah, those games have been out since, ooh, 93, yeah. Super Nintendo, back when I was just playing RPGs. <laughs> yeah, Game Boy. Man. That's it's. Um, this is crazy. This is another video game a th- uh, reward thing. Uh, Sega is doing like this pack. Uh, Sega Five Games remake, Crazy Taxi, Golden Tax, Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, and Streets of Rage. Every single one of those games I like. <laughs> And they all look updated with the exception of Shinobi, which just looks better. Yes. God damn. And that's the five they've announced. They haven't, there's going to be more. Exactly. And that's Alter Beast. Did you you mention that?
1: I didn't mention Alter Beast. Oh my God. Did you even that? Like they showed that game. Like I love that No, that's
0: Golden Axe.
1: Or Golden Axe. I'm sorry, not Alter Beast. Golden Axe. Yeah. I mean, Jesus H. Christ. Um it's just all of this is just it's awesome because I thought they were just going to like re- like remaster these old games but no 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 we're getting even better than that even better
0: and I love Shinobi yeah I I do too I can't tell you how many hours I have played Jet Set Radio and specifically Crazy Taxi <laughs> many many hours I remember
1: in college coming. To yeah Japan,
0: listening to that Offspring song <laughs> Over and over again. <laughs> yes. Um Prince of Persia next week. 115 Prince of Persia is released. I'm excited. They so they released their final trailer today while we were recording this. I just saw it pop up here. Um I am down. I love Prince Persia games. Not only that,
1: this is a side-scrolling Metroidvania version, like going yeah. back to its roots, like yes. speaking of revamping games. Um this game has gotten outstanding reviews from what I've read so far. Uh, the people love it. They just say it's it's worth the money. I don't even think it's like a full price. Like I would get it for Switch, I think. Um, if anything, just so I can take it with well, it's, me. It's 50 bucks. But so it's, it's not, not 70, it's not 60, 70 bucks, right? So I mean, 49.99. Um, I mean, I'm paying 30 bucks for these collections of old games, right? So it's like something like this. Like Metroid Dread, things like that, where it's just taking the old formula, sprucing it up and making it like bringing like it's just the nostalgia of playing those kind of games, but with yeah even better graphics and modes. So I'm really excited for this because I love Prince of Persia, and we've been waiting for this Sands of Time remake. But I don't need that if you're going to put out something like this. I don't.
0: Yeah, me either. Um, there is a demo, so I, the official releases sorry january 18th with a free demo coming out on the 11th so keep that in your calendar for the 11th if you want to try the demo of that um e3's been canceled you know we talked about this throughout the years of these big you know big big grand shows and who's watching and who cares anymore and You know, a lot of them have just keep going down in attendance. It seems to be like a lot of the companies are getting bought out. So E3 used to be the creme of the creme. But that's all gone now when we have the Video Game Awards and almost every single studio releases their own, what do they call them, drops or whatever the hell.
1: Even even the Video Game Awards got a lot of critique this year for for concentrating mostly on trailers. But then I was like, who the hell is watching award shows anyways? Like I waited until those trailers all dropped themselves and watch them. I don't care about an award show. Stop wasting like stuff like money on that kind of thing. It's like, yes, give the awards. Like I get like, it's a nice pop and circumstance, but this live stuff is just getting kind of outdated. Uh, If, if all you're going to do is make it about
0: video game trailers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's I I don't know how this stuff's going to work but E3 um you know was just a trade show for a long time and from what I heard it's it was one of the best but now it's gone. But you got things like what Pax like Pax yeah, is
1: a, a much different animal like gold. it's an
0: interactive it's not just for right. the the press that's the thing. And then finally, a thirteen year old is the first human to beat Tetris, not beat as in just the game freezes he breaks it um it's a glitch, and thirteen year old did it so Wow, that's kind of kind of bonkers right <laughs> that's
1: that's how I wanted to end the show with something in willis insanely willis positive yeah. yes. Good job, Willis Gibson. After nearly 35 years, um, I love Tetris. Tetris was one of my favorite things to do on Game Boy um, back in the day when that's all I had for my video gaming. So, and Tetris is still popular today. We have Tetris 99 that was on, you know, Switch for a while um, and in and out in there. And they make new Tetris games all the time. So, this is amazing. Um, And
0: good job. It's insane. There's a, there's a whole method called hypertapping where you like, have to flood your fingers to like make the game, you know, the input. Uh, it's just the whole thing. It's wild. He's a mutant. He is a mutant. So congrats. And Chris, with that ending, where do you, where do you find us?
1: Uh, we're all over the interwebs at uh, don'tforgetatalo.com and defenseentertainment.com. Check those both out. One for your geekly news, uh, where we drop this this podcast, and we have archives of endless geek news from the olden days. And then also, Defiant Entertainment is uh, our podcast network, where you can find this show and others as well. Uh, we are also on the socials at Defiant and on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Yes, you can find us everywhere. And thank you guys for kicking off 2024 with us. We are very excited. We ended 2023 with our 250th episode. We're gonna keep that going. We'll keep the links in so you can follow Chris if you're in the Bay Area and you want to go buy some. Don't Don't forget a collectibles out on the road. And this is Casey saying, "Go read," and myself, "Go read my comics." And this is Chris saying, "Don't forget a towel."